Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. The NBA Finals edition of the Hardwood Nations podcast with your boy CL Anthony, my little white buddy, Bryce Ward. And we have a special guest today, my tall white buddy, Kevin Carter of the Balls in Our Court podcast. What's up, fellas? Not much. How are y'all? I was letting Bryce go first. (laughs) 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 So. The Phoenix Suns have been into the NBA Finals. They punched their ticket in a few days ago. Last night, the Milwaukee Bucks punched their ticket in by defeating the Atlanta Hawks. Kevin, I'm going to start with you. What were your quick thoughts on last night's game? <laughs> it was, um, one, Trey Young shouldn't have been out there because he was way too hobbled, but I credit him for at least giving it a shot. Uh, other than that, it was about how you would expect it to go. Uh, it'd be close for a little bit, and then watch the once the Bucks started heating up, then it was over. Uh, yeah, yeah, I went to sleep. Dude, it took me for it. It took me the longest time to like try to stay up for that game, but I made it. I'm like, I'm getting too old for this it was, shit. It got so boring. <laughs> when yeah. the third quarter hit, I was like, Oh, this crap's over. I'm not watching the fourth quarter. I got crap to do tomorrow. Oh, by the way, happy 245th birthday to america today uh, <laughs> right yeah i was like i was like i'm too old for them to start playing these games when they play them let's get back to normal but then i realized oh the finals are going to be on at nine o'clock at night yay yeah next week Jeez. next week is going to be brutal yeah next week is going to be brutal hey uh hey bryce let me ask you this question because i know you've been a fan of the hawks throughout the playoffs how do you how do you feel about the hawks inability to defeat the Bucks without Giannis for the last two games well, I just think it's a, a testament to how well the Bucks just matched up against the Hawks. And mm-hmm. or at least yeah. nobody really. I think they just kind of, like, spent everything they had, like, basically. Uh, they just, like, fizzled out. And uh, Milwaukee was still able to play their style and impose their like defense and their size on them. And so even without Giannis, Chris Middleton, and Drew Holiday, like you know, they're tough defensive guys. So um, I, I think that had a lot to do in just you know pretty much giving it all. And I mean, to be honest, they they would have had a that would have been a major leap over Milwaukee where Milwaukee's been kind of like building to this point for like four or five years now trying to get into the finals. So it, it would have, to me, taken a real leap of faith, even though I, I guess I believed Atlanta could pull it off after the first two, or, uh, yeah, the, the other series. So, but I mean, curious to the Hawks for Maine is because they did a trade on to play, you know, so. It was just, it seemed like it was too much of an uphill battle for them. One thing I'll say is, is that I want to give all the respect in the world to the Hawks. I do believe that it had Trey Young been healthy, the Hawks probably would have won this series. Um, they had Milwaukee scared shitless. All right, so Kevin, let, let me ask you this question, because last night it seemed like the Bucks were gassed in the fourth quarter, and I think Atlanta pulled within six. Do you think if Trey Young would have been a little more healthy, they could have pulled off the upset last night? Yes. Okay. If he's if he doesn't step on if he doesn't step on that rest foot, 
Hawks win the series. That's just how it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he's he had bad luck. He stepped on the ref's foot, like everything else that has happened throughout these playoffs. An injury decided what was going to go on. If he had just a little burst that he had earlier in the series, uh, maybe that it would have been different. But they just they ran out of gas. Plus, they don't have they didn't have the they don't have the weapons to match up with with the Bucks like they should. The Bucks have the luxury of getting up by twenty. They had the luxury last night of just getting up by twenty, and then just trying to mosey through the fourth quarter. Right, right, right. All right. So now we know again. We have the Suns versus the Bucks. The Suns are going to have home court advantage. Bryce, this question is for you. How surprised are you that Phoenix is in the NBA Finals? Um, like, well, compared to how we felt at the beginning of this season, uh, very surprised. But clearly, as it, the season and the playoffs have went on, it's, they have shown improved time and time again how good they are as a team and how when both of those guards are firing – and then their big man is uh, playing good defensive ball and at times coming through offensively, even if it's like not for amazing shots or anything, but just, you know, commanding a presence in the paint, um, which he's done a good job on. The Suns just have looked dominant from beginning to end. And the only time they did it is when uh, Chris Paul had that, you know, had these little injuries and he's stepped in and out a couple times with the COVID thing. That's the only time they haven't looked dominant against a lot of these teams. Now, granted, everyone they've played has kind of had, you know, their problems with injuries as well. No Kawhi, uh, no AD. Um, so, but with that said, they, they have still looked the dominant against everybody. So um, uh, they've got a ton of confidence. But I, I'm surprised that they made it this year. But after looking at how they had to get there, like the teams they played and with the injuries, I'm not surprised at this point. Um, I just wouldn't have guessed it. All right, Kevin, how surprised are you? I'm not really surprised. This was the one team that took what they did in the bubble. Brought the, the bubble brought this team out of every other team that was in the bubble. They brought this team closer together. They went on that run in the bubble. And then they added Chris Paul. So you were taking a team that was already running high off of what they did when they got into the bubble and built that team chemistry. And then you added one of the greatest leaders in NBA history in Chris Paul to a team that was already clicking. Then I'm not really surprised that they made it this far. They've been playing well in the, they've been playing well throughout the season. The reason people are surprised is because it's everybody on the West Coast just now noticing how good the Phoenix Suns are. That's the reason people think it's a surprise is because we wasn't used to seeing them at all over here. So it, I'm, I'm not surprised. Awesome. Um, we're going we're gonna to dive into our predictions. Uh, I, I just want to say my first I fell in love with basketball watching the Phoenix Suns in the early 90s. And after they traded Charles Barkley, I, I left. You know, I was like, I'm not fucking with this team anymore. So I have a little special place in my heart for what they're doing right now. Seeing Chris Paul 
finally knocking on the door of being an all-time great is a good feeling because, and I told Bryce about this the other day, he asked me, who do I see of this generation not winning the championship? And I'm pretty sure I named Carmelo and named Chris Paul. So Chris Paul can overcome that. It'd be great. Kudos, kudos to him. Uh, Phoenix is big. DeAndre Aiden is a throwback. He's not flashy, but with those baby hook shots in the post, he even has a turnaround jumper. He has a kind of like a baseline jumper. That kid is skilled. And he's only what, 23, 24. This team is dangerously young outside of Chris Paul. Uh, they may be around for a long time, a very long time. Bryce, I'm, I'm going to start with you first on this one. Pick the series. Who you got? Um, Phoenix in six. Or, yeah. And, and some of that would depend on, I guess, Giannis. If not, if whether or not he'll play, but I, I think even if he plays, um, at Phoenix in six. All right, Kev, what you got? I already said it last night, <laughs> and I told you not to spoil it, but you didn't say how it, many games. Damn it, it's, many games. It's it's Suns in six. It, it, they, <laughs> I just I just think they're better, and Milwaukee's going to go through those spurts where they jack up all these threes and they throw up a lot of bricks and it's just it's not it's not going to work against phoenix you got lucky with you got lucky with uh trey going down so when you were throwing up bricks late in the fourth quarter last night they didn't have that guy that can come in and snap off those quick points to to make it a real tight game but, but uh yeah phoenix phoenix right now is is playing on all cylinders. I don't care if they played teams and people were injured and all that junk. Hey, guess what? Everybody that's been in these playoffs have played teams that have tried, had to play through an injury and and make it through. So uh, the injury bug is injury bugs no excuse. Um, let's just uh, let's get it on. Uh, and you were talking about Aiden earlier as being kind of reminds me of Patrick Ewing. Almost, oh God, yes, yes. With that mid-range jumper the little mid-range mm-hmm. hook plays defense very well and he's got that little he's got that little throwback Patrick Ewing S game yeah. so I, I I just I, I like Phoenix I'm going with Phoenix in five I'm not even going to give Milwaukee two games I'm going with Phoenix in five their their mid-range game is the best I've seen in years as Kevin said Chris Paul is the greatest leader we've seen in basketball in the last few years, which started actually last season in OKC and then transferred over to this season. Um, and then Devin Booker is an absolute stud, and I guarantee he's going to shoot better in this series than he did in the last series. So I got Phoenix in five. Looks like we got Phoenix with a clean sweep of the Bucks between the three of us. Uh, Bryce? He would have took Milwaukee probably. Probably, yeah, because, yeah, you know, Cortez is anti-cam, so, yeah. <laughs> you know, he's, you know, he's on the Milwaukee kick. So, yeah, he he's on he he's on the Milwaukee kick. So I just I'm just gonna let him go probably tomorrow whenever we do ours. I'm gonna let him go, but I'm gonna let him all go on all the the key to the Bucks. And I'll tell you right now, the key to the Bucks, the key to the Bucks doing absolutely anything in this series. Well, there's two keys. One, Brooke Lopez drawing out Aiton, getting him out of the paint. 
making his defense null and void and him actually knocking down jump shots. And two, is their second man playing better than their first man and Chris Middleton playing like he did in the third quarter last night. That's that's going to be their big gigantic teeth. I can't keep saying it enough when your second guy, when your second superstar or star is playing well, those are the guys that run the team. Those are the guys that if, when they're playing well, nobody's going to beat you. I don't care what the first guy does. The first guy can go, go all out. You have to have that second guy do, doing well. And that's going to be the key to Milwaukee. If they don't get Chris Middleton going well, then they're screwed. Oh, yeah. Well, Phoenix has some young wings out there, so we'll see, um, particularly with Bridges and Cam Johnson. So I think they might be able to slow uh, Middleton down slightly. Kevin, let me ask you one more question about the Bucks. Alien this looking a- at – oh, sorry. Yeah. Ah, ah. Me, and, me and Bryce kind of touched on this a little bit last week. Have you ever seen the like number – alien? He looks way no, like no. an alien. Oh, have have you ever seen a number two guy be the number one option in the fourth quarter before the championship team? Have you ever seen that? Because I can't recall yes. seeing that. Yes, yes, Miami. And who would that be? Are you talking about Wade? Wade took the last shots. Wade took the last shots. LeBron never took the last shot, and when LeBron took the last shots, he threw up a brick, and they had to get rebounded, and then shot by Ray Allen. Outside of Miami, because my heart won't let me say that LeBron was number oh, one and Wade was number two. I will I, say it. And I will <laughs> say it. I ain't scared. I ain't scared. Milwaukee, I'll, I'll, Milwaukee going to do it because Giannis can't shoot. He can't shoot. Mm-hmm. Philadelphia has done it to a certain extent because Joel Embiid don't take the last shot in the game. It's either Tobias Harris or somebody else. Mm-hmm. Because they double – they double Embiid, so Embiid ain't going to take the last shot, and especially if it's a three-pointer. Tobias Harris was taking them. There's a whole bunch of teams where the second and third options are taking the, taking the last shot. Well, not no, no, not not taking the last shot. I'm talking about taking these shots in the fourth quarter, being the go-to guy in the fourth quarter. I'm not talking about the last shot. They yeah, feed there's, Chris- a ton of, there's, there's, a, there's a ton of them. Oh, okay. There's a ton uh, of them where, I, where the defense takes the ball. They take, it takes the balls out of the first guy's hand, and the first guy don't even try to get to the ball. We're talking to a new age in basketball. These number well, one options, these number one options, once they start getting double teamed or once they start, the defense starts drawing to them, oh, they automatically kick the ball to somebody else. They don't want to take the shot. They don't want to try to take the hard shot over two guys. They don't want to take the hard shot driving to the ball, driving to the lane and going to the free throw line. These guys don't want to do that no more. It's soft. <laughs> it happens all the time kevin bringing the heat this morning (laughs) you tell somebody tell me i'm literally lying bryce how do you oh go ahead and and then i'll 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 shut up but it's soft so yeah there's plenty of teams where the first guy first guy offers up the other shots to the other guys how do you feel about that bryce uh yeah i mean it's it's one of those things is like we were trying to think about it the other day and uh, I, I don't know, maybe a little bit of tunnel vision or something, but you're, you know, too much focus on the Milwaukee Bucks situation. But Kevin brings up a lot of good points there. It's um, 
you know, some of these good one, two teams um, that, you know, depending on what's going on, I feel like you do see that a little bit more now. Um, but even back in the day, you know, there was more than I guess we were thinking of when we were talking the other day, but it's just, it's, it's hard. It's like funny to think about when you're talking about down the stretch or important moments and then your go-to guy is like, just a distraction at that point or you know you you just you're not forcing it to them um I guess it depends on yeah the attitude of that player like them commanding like demanding the ball like Kobe would demand the ball you know no one's gonna say no to that but you know they had Shaq as well so it's like at, at times Shaq would just you know they defer to Kobe for everything and it's just but they didn't go. But they didn't go to Shaq in the fourth quarter because if he got hacked, he was going to throw up bricks. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's just like even with those, like with those two, is a perfect example of what we're talking about. How you know, it, even though they're both great, it's you utilize them at certain parts of the games differently. So it, it's like yeah. you don't send it to Shaq in the fourth because he's just going to get hacked the whole time. No, it, it, it's situational, and 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 let's not let's not mess it up. Shaq got a lot of touches in the fourth quarter. Shaq would draw the defense in. That's a little different than how Milwaukee plays it. Milwaukee hides Giannis in the fourth quarter. Sometimes he doesn't even touch the ball. So there's so there's a difference there. Kobe was able to get open looks off of Shaq. Wade and LeBron was able to play off of each other where one would get open or the other would get open. With Milwaukee, they hide they hide Giannis offensively. Oh God, yeah. Because he because because one. He can't shoot. He cannot shoot. Him and Ben Simmons are almost the same guy, except when Giannis goes to the hold, he don't care if he gets fouled or not because he's not <laughs> embarrassed by taking 37 minutes at the free throw line and throwing up the air. It don't get it's in. It's almost like in the fourth, instead of being complimentary, though, at that point, they're almost like some of those guys, like, he's, he's a, you know, a negative. Like, he's pulling. The, the talent what, they, what what they are what they, what some of these guys become during the fourth quarter is what I like to call space takers. Mm. Go, they take up a certain space to bring a guy out. That way, the other guy can do what he needs to go and do. Mm-hmm. Hit, Giannis runs to the three point line. Chris Middleton gets the ball. You know what? Everybody knows Giannis ain't going to shoot the three pointer unless he's like sick. So. <laughs> That opens up the floor for Middleton to drive in, go up to the free throw line, shoot a mid-range jump shot. Right, right. There are there are superstars in the game today, but there aren't superstars in the game today. You know what I'm saying? There's guys that we make out to be these great basketball players, but they all have flaws. They all have a part in their game to where you go, you know what? I don't want him playing right now. Ben Simmons, perfect example, went from being everybody's God's gift to everything to now no one wants to trade for him because he can't shoot. Mm-hmm. Giannis is everybody's God's gift because he can just run into the hole and knock people over, but he can't shoot. Right. People are going to start judging now. Nowadays, especially, people are going to judge guys whether you can shoot 
a from the free throw line to the three point line or not. That's all anybody is going to care about sooner or later. And some of these superstar guys are going to start getting that bad beat because they can't shoot a basketball. I, and they're I getting think, and they're getting bailed out by their number two or number three guys that can shoot a basketball. Yeah, I think that's going to be the difference in the series because Middleton and Holiday can give you a mid-range jumper where yep. the starting five of Phoenix can give you a mid-range jumper. So, so I think that's going to be the difference in this series. All of Phoenix can give you a mid-range jumper, and yeah. they can play on the wings. Right, right, right. Jay Crowder, Jay Crowder is just as important to that team as Chris Paul is. Mm-hmm. The, signing of, the signing of Crowder is just as important as that Chris Paul signing because of what he provides on the defensive end of the floor and the shots yeah. that he can make because he's been there before. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Most definitely. That was a huge signing for them. Yeah, and I, I, I hated that we couldn't pay him. Really quick to wrap this no, up. This could have paid him. No, we could have paid him. They just were stupid and went another route. No, they, they shouldn't have gone that route. They should have paid the man. No, they uh, should have paid him because <laughs> he wanted to stay. Now he looks like a damn genius for leaving. Two, two things. Two things to wrap it up this week. First, Bryce, did you see where Steve Clifford said that uh, the Magic's priority wasn't winning and that's why he left? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I saw that. You, got, you saw that too, Kevin? I'm, I'm shocked. Orlando's priority wasn't winning. I'm absolutely shocked at that. <laughs> By the way, that's all, all, all sarcastic. Yeah, no, that, it, it's, it's horrible. It's horrible. It's, it's really horrible. Um. And then the last thing I will say, the uh, Sixers did turn down one trade for Ben Simmons where the Pacers called and offered uh, Malcolm Brogdon in a draft pick for Ben Simmons, and the Sixers turned it down. So even if they would have made the trade, they would have had <laughs> Brogdon's a good point guard. I'm a huge fan of his. Uh, that's not a bad trade. I'm surprised they turned that down. What do you think about that, Kevin? Well, they turned it down because they think Ben Simmons, they, they still think they can do something with him. It's all in Ben Simmons' head right now. Ben Simmons needs a change of scenery, and he needs somebody to build his confidence back up because his confidence is shot. And the bad part is being in Philadelphia with a shot confidence is not a good place to be. Yeah, they're going to rip him apart. Because people in Philadelphia will drag your confidence down till you have zero at all and you're out of the league. Mm Mm-hmm. Bryce, Ben Simmons just bought a $17.1 million mansion in Los Angeles. Do you think he's angling to play with LeBron James? Um, I mean, maybe. I don't think so. Uh, he, he should just, you know, hope he still has a, like, a professional job for a long time and worry about spending all that on a new house. Well, LeBron's um, been one of his mentors for a long time, so that's why it kind of raised eyebrows. Like, why would you buy – Jack, <laughs> what's up, Kevin? I said, no wonder he can't shoot. <laughs> I, I think Kendall Jenner said he can't shoot either. That's why she got with Devin Booker. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to get that one in. All right, Bryce, this is the very Wait, last question. He couldn't hit it from deep? He passed on a dunk. <laughs> yeah. He, he, he don't. It. He don't like. He don't like sticking his nose into those tough places. 
Look, he he didn't go to the paint hard enough. <laughs> yeah, he don't put his nose in there enough. He didn't get in there. <laughs> All right, Bryce, absolute last question because I know you're working and yeah, you gotta, gotta run. You gotta, you gotta yeah. slam it. You gotta slam it home. Oh. <laughs> LeBron LeBron was caught with Damian Lillard the other day, wanting to dine him at, at a WNBA game. You think Dame's trying to get to Los Angeles? <laughs> I don't know. I uh, this like everything about this, like everything that he's done in his career hasn't really like led to him trying to do things like that. Even though he's always hanging out with these guys in the off season, like a lot of these guys do these things like this. Uh, so you know they they're always talking regardless of the situation. So it's not like surprising or anything. But this is like a question that. You know, these things pop up every offseason, so he very well could, or he, you know, might stay there. I mean, at this point, every time I think he should leave, he stays. Um, so, I mean, <laughs> I know he's getting fed up, but you, you, you just don't know how loyal he's going to be for, like, you know, we'll just have to wait and see. But I don't right. think him hanging out with Ron means anything. I don't think Ben Simmons buying a house in California means anything really either. Well, it's, it's it's the price of the house. That's that's if it was like a one million dollar house, yeah, it's probably a rental home. But for seventeen million dollars, that's probably going to be your primary residence. So that's why it kind of jumped out in people's mind. He's that's gonna rent it out. That's a, yeah. gonna... <laughs> That's a pretty big price tag for a rental, right? Um, He's gonna do what Jeter did. Just rent it out. Whatever quarterback wants to come to one of the LA teams, and then you can rent out. <laughs> you can rent it out for a year or two. Because Jeter, hey. that was down in Tampa. So. <laughs> so that's gonna be it for this week's version uh, episode where I know the Hardwood Nations podcast. We have a clean sweep for Phoenix. Kevin, tell them where to reach at, brother. Uh Kevin C2415. And I don't know if everybody heard, but probably tomorrow is going to be the return of the balls in your court podcast. So oh! Breaking news. You heard it first here. Breaking news. They're coming back. They're going to be better the, than ever. With the finals starting on Tuesday, it would only make sense that we do the final preview tomorrow. So be on the lookout. We're definitely coming back. Cortez released in a weird video where he was doing Darth Vader or something. And I was on the telephone asking him, what is he talking about? Because I couldn't understand what he was saying. So. But yeah, we are sending that video. You guys have been uh, wanting to come back for a while and just like, you know, trying to figure everything out. Now, Cortez, was, it, it was, it was, I let him have his space. I let him do what he needed to do. And now with the finals come up, the funny part is once we start the episode, he doesn't know this yet and he probably won't listen. So I can say it is when we start back up, I'm going to be welcome to the 2020. Uh, NBA Finals preview or the Los Angeles Lakers. Well, I mean, they won. The Lakers won. So, I mean, you know. <laughs> you know. I'm just, I'm, it, 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 it'll be good to be coming back, especially to have us going at it again. I know he was supposed to reach out to someone that's on this podcast that isn't a white guy. So, um, oh, no, it's okay. That's okay. Yeah. So I, 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 I knew he's he reaching out to somebody. Uh, so um, I expect yeah. it from a magic. I expect that from a magic thing. You know, it's, it's cool. Um, we, 
lot of things from the Magic fan, but it never pans out. So it's normal. So re- re- really quick, really quick, you guys can follow the Hardwood Nation on Twitter at Hardwood Nation. Check out our YouTube channel. Just type in Hardwood Nation and we'll come up. Of course, we're on Instagram, <laughs> Discord, and TikTok at the Hardwood Nation. <laughs> you can't say that. I can't say it. They will not demonetize me for saying the Hardwood Nation. You can't say, type in Hardwood and we'll come up. <laughs> it's a good look. There's something, there's something that, oh my goodness. Oh, look. Maybe Ben Simmons needs to type in Hardwood and see what comes up. Uh, no, if if she wants to, she can type it in. <laughs> There's your oh invite, Kendall. That's your invite. Oh my god! Oh my goodness! All right, everyone, we will see you guys next week. <laughs>